Hey, hey, everybody. Welcome to another edition of Soap Dish Salem Style. I am your host, Tony Ann. And with me today, I've got Aria, Nick, and Dylan. Say hello, everybody. Hi. Hey, hey y'all. y'all. It's a bit of a slow news week, but we do have a couple of interesting items. First things first, Peacock is doing a 12 Days of Christmas on Christmas Day, where cast members will reveal their favorite holiday scenes. They tacked this on to the end of the weekly promo that dropped on Friday. Are y'all excited, curious? What do you think? Uh, I think it's a great way to engage with the fans again, especially post-Day of Days. I'm really curious how they're going to do it. Like, are they going to do it kind of like they have that Dateline channel that streams where you can watch Dateline 24 hours a day at any time? Are they just going to do like a 12 days of Christmas thing, just streaming nonstop that whole day? Because that'd be pretty cool. I thought they would like drop it on um, their like, are they going to do it on Peacock or are they going to do on Twitter where like, or YouTube? The, The promo made it sound like they were doing it on Peacock. So I'm very curious how that's going to happen. And I, like me, my first thought was if if we actually get the full episodes where those moments come from, if this is a precursor to gauging interest on classic episodes, I am 100% all in. Yeah, I think it's a cute idea. I'm interested to see like who they get to participate and what moments they pick. I think they're like the ones we saw in the promo are the ones that are going to do it. It looks like it's uh i i think i saw james reynolds i saw mary beth evans i saw steven nichols i saw christian alfonso i think deidre drake deidre drake uh, galen i think i saw ari yeah it's basically most of the cast yeah so it's, it's gonna be really fun and i'm really curious to see uh what moments they choose I'm curious if they choose, like, is it going to be, like, Christmas-related? They said holiday-related, so I don't know what that means. It could be Christmas and New Year's or just Christmas. And I wonder if it's going I wonder if it's going to be centric to their characters or just for the show in general. Maybe a mix of both. Yeah, I'm really excited to see what they do and where it goes. And then we had one other piece of news that Lucas Adams is back on contract. So it looks like Trip Johnson's going to be sticking around for a little bit. Makes sense. Since Ava's not dead. Um, it, it was a little weird that they didn't show his reaction. So that probably explains it too. She's not dead. There's no reason to harp on this. Um, I just hope they actually do something worthwhile with him. And, and, and that does not mean throw him into a triangle with Johnny and Wendy. Mm. No, it doesn't. Even though I like him and Wendy... So do I, but I know how that's going to go. So let's (laughs) just not. (laughs) He's taken the L in every triangle he's been in. If they're going to put him in a triangle again, he needs to be the winner. What they need to do, I keep saying this, they need to cast Sydney for him. That's what they need to do, because that would be a mess right there. I I would actually really like that. I kind of want to see her now. um, And honestly, now would be the perfect time. Yep. Because yeah. a- Ava killed Ava got her you know, Ava killed her grandmother. So Sydney could be dating Ava's son to get revenge. Ooh. It's li- like the setup is there for it if they do it. Yep. And it would be and messy. Have her, and- half her accidentally fall in love with him. It works. Oh my God. That would be EJ, EJ so- would be pissed. Ava would be pissed. Johnny would be pissed. Allie would be confused because that's her ex-fiance. <laughs> <laughs> 
That's a oh, yeah. oh, that That's would be a big, great. it's a big mess waiting to happen. They just have to do it. And lean into the messiness if they do do it. They probably won't. I'm just honest. I mean, it, I think if they would if they were to do it, they would probably they would definitely lean into the mess. I just don't know if they're gonna do it. Because I don't think they really care about trip like, like that. Are they gonna recast or not recast, cast like, someone as Sydney? Because I wanna see her. I want her to be what we never got with either Allie or Johnny. I want her to be that hell-raising Sammy Brady kid. I think we'll see her eventually. And that's probably yeah. why they keep mentioning her. So Yeah. Because my guess is they might be trying to find her now. And so they keep mentioning her. So that if they are trying to cast her as soon as they find her, they can mm-hmm. just drop her in. Yeah. yeah. But hell, considering how far they tape in advance, they could have already cast. <laughs> and honestly, I, speaking of that, I'm not so sure how. Like, how? I mean, I I know that they tape like months in advance, but apparently they're also taping stuff out of order, so they could be taping stuff a lot sooner to air than we think. Uh, that's what Dan said in one of his um, Day of Days interviews that they've been taping stuff so far out of order recently that he's actually had to talk to the producers about where they are in story because he's filming re- a reaction to something that didn't even happen yet in terms of what they had filmed. Hmm. Yeah. That that makes me curious, but also worries me. Right. Because we see how out of order filming helps gh <laughs> true but at least the producers on days are more communicative on where they are in story and are willing to help the actors gh basically tells the actors to figure it out themselves and that shows <laughs> yeah i don't think it really matters because they're both equally inconsistent so yeah that's true too but that's it for our news. We can head on into the headlines. And it's been quite an eventful week in Salem. So let's see where this goes. First things first, Johnny and Wendy return from Jakarta ready to confront Lee and EJ, but ultimately decide to keep the truth to themselves after talking to them. What did we think? Um, I like the Wendy and Lee scenes a lot. Me too. Those were so good. Uh, I- they're investing i think they're investing in lee solely for for the sake of wendy and i'm not sure how i feel about that but it makes me want to know more about them and their family their parents and their dynamic because it was really interesting to watch yeah definitely it, it explained a lot about lee too why he's doing this when they brought up the bentley that he took from his father to impress a girl he he's done he's obviously done stuff like this before so I'm curious to know more about the the Shin family as a whole. I particularly want to meet Mama Shin. As do I. <laughs> yeah, I. Hmm, I don't know. To me, just, just to me, I I don't feel like they're necessarily investing in Lee. I feel like they're building Wendy, yeah. and in order to build her, they need to give her other things. Mm-hmm. And he's a convenient other thing yeah. because he still has no friends, no one to talk to, no, he's still just there. He's still just wallpaper. Yeah. Wendy's the one getting built up in point of view and background and all of those things. She is clearly the character that they care about. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, so if it, we... They're using, if, him, they're using him to build her. Yes. So if we... 
like if we get their parents if we you know so like if her mom comes on if their dad starts playing a bigger role all of that is going to be for Wendy's benefit they don't they've already <laughs> shown that they don't care about Lee so. yeah yeah you guys know I really really enjoy Wendy and Johnny and like I for what they are currently and what they can be but I'm also at the point like is this all they got for Wendy because I mean it's her in- I mean it's her intro story where she goes after all of this I don't know I'm a little annoyed that they did all that and neither one of them's gonna say anything yeah yeah but also I think they're they're dragging this out to New Year's Eve like <laughs> Johnny keeping quiet yeah. solely because Susan's passed I could possibly buy it Wendy, I think she should. It would. I think it would make more sense for her to be pushing Lee to come forward instead of just being like her not wanting to rat him out. Okay, but she should be pushing him to come forward. That's yeah. what I think she should be doing. Now, what did we think of the Johnny EJ scenes? Because there were parts of those scenes I really, really liked, and then parts of those scenes that I did not enjoy. Like it just felt like a really weird pivot. Yeah, to go that, from that's what that was my issue because they had all the emotional stuff with him finding out about Susan and him blaming himself and EJ saying, "Yeah, you fucked up, but with Ava, but this was not your fault. You you couldn't have known how far she would go." And then for them to just shift to, "Oh, I know what you did to um, Uncle Stefan," was a bit weird. And it kind it was, of took me out of the moment. It was clunky as hell. And I was looking at Johnny like, really? Like, your like, grandmother is dead. Your father is grieving his mother. And you're going to bring this up now. now. Like, it would have made more sense if he if he would have held on to that. And then he could have talked to Wendy. And she was like, well, did you confront your dad? He was like, I couldn't because my grandmother's dead. And I don't know how to be mad at him right now because I feel bad because I par- I feel partially responsible that's that I think that would have been a better way yeah but for him to just them j- to just dump all of that on us and I'm like this is it felt weird it felt very very weird because I was ha- for the most part EJ didn't know anything no he didn't yeah. he didn't know where they were I don't think he really cared. He was just waiting to, for him to come back to so he could tell him about Susan. Yeah, I don't even think he knew where he knew where Johnny went except out of town. I don't even think he knew that Wendy was with him. I don't think he knew anything. So they could have held on. They could have held on to that a bit longer. I feel like they did it for the sole purpose of having Stefan over here, and I think Stefan is going to be what reveals it at the wedding because with Johnny I, and Wendy, I actually think. It's gonna be Gabby. I think she's gonna yeah. remember. Oh, you think Rolf's memory serum it, or you he dropped her too? Yeah, so yeah. I forgot about that. Yeah, th- th- there are many different possibilities. Which theory are you guys on? I'm on Stefan only because they keep. It feels like they're setting things up for Stefan to be suspicious. I mean, they are. They definitely are. So I... it feels like Stefan may stop the wedding because he knows what Lee did. It's either going to be him, uh, Stefan stopping the wedding, 
uh, Wendy and Johnny stopping the wedding or Gabby uh, if Gabby getting her memory if, back? Or, or if, not Gabby memory if Gabby remembers in the middle of the vows and stops the ceremony, I will die laughing because that's just a hilarious thought to me. I don't know why. But like the promo, it made it seem like she not just wasn't unsure of like like she still loves Stefan. She doesn't want to marry Lee, la la la. But she, it felt like she's about to remember something. Now that we have the context of her being drugged. Yeah, because out of context, it looked like she didn't want to be there. And almost like yeah. she was being forced into it. But that's not where the story is going. It's not. So I don't know. I'm, I'm really curious how the truth is going to come out. I don't look forward to Lee being thrown. He's already been thrown under the bus, but... Upon, like piling up on him going after him yeah. after this. I'm really think. curious where they're going to go with him after this is all out because he's still filming and also remember that picture that behind the scenes photo of him with Camilla and the new actress that plays uh, Ariana yeah. yeah we still haven't seen her yet we have we have seen Ari but we have not seen have? that outfit yeah when she was on Hall- Halloween I really don't remember this. <laughs> she had like, didn't she, she had have a like cat. a cat? Yeah, she had a cat outfit. They were in the square. Gabby ah, and, I and re- honestly thought that was somebody else's kid. <laughs> nope, that was that was new Ari. <laughs> okay, but we still have not seen um the the fo- the episode from that day yet because she still hasn't worn that jumper on screen yet. Gabby, mm. I mean that denim jumper she was wearing in that photo. I think that's going to happen like in February. But also the uh, Remington said in one of the interviews that he did for Day of Days that he's been wearing a lot less suits recently. So I'm, I feel like they're going to take him out of the Demera Enterprises orbit. And I don't know where he goes when they do that, if they do that. Ooh, they could... Um... This is the hopeful me saying this. Um, <laughs> they could show him more at home and his interior life outside of just being in a relationship with Gabby. If we're going to see him outside of the Demera orbit, it's possible. I won't hold my breath, but it's possible they could be trying to invest in him. I mean, Ron is Ron is infamous for give for giving you explanation and investment on the back end of stories, so it is not completely out of the realm of possibility. He likes to do everything on the back end rather than as he goes along. Yeah, that's what's possible. I don't know. I would like it, but yeah. But are we ready to move on to the next story? We are. <laughs> oh boy, here we go. This is this is part one where it could get a little spicy. Sarah starts to put it all together, but Xander gaslights her into thinking he's innocent. Gwen surprises Xander with a little tech support to help sell his lie. Y'all, fuck Xander Kariakis. Mm-hmm. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, fuck him, and not in a good way. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just... I don't know where they go. Like they've written Xander into a corner again. And it's, I, I genuinely do not know where they take him after this. Cause 
either Sarah's, Sarah's going to dump him probably briefly. It probably won't last. He's going to probably do something stupid with Gwen. But even if he survives all that, EJ's going to kill him. Or Ava's going to kill him. Pick one. Because <laughs> he didn't do what Ava wanted, which was to kill Susan. He let her go. EJ is going to find out he kidnapped his mother. There's no way around that. What do you do next? The only out they have is if Xander somehow finds Susan and Susan's alive and brings Susan back. EJ may be so grateful that his mother's alive and that Xander was the one who brought him back, brought her back, that he may not decide to go nuclear when the whole truth comes out. Possibly. You asked where he could go. I'm saying go all the way back to being a bad boy because that's the Xander I love. This version is... Well, he's doing terrible things. (laughs) Yeah, but doing terrible things and being terrible and evil is there are two different things. Touche. I want him to be bad. Okay. He has to be bad. See, this is where we always have a problem. You also want him written out? (laughs) Exactly. You you don't you don't want don't want any of the villains to be employed long term. That's why you want because look what we're, look where we are with Kristen. Uh, yeah, you say you say he can he can take a rest after they have him do yes. something crazy. That's what they used to do with him. But anyway, yeah, but back to the story itself. The thing is, okay, no, 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 we don't go back to the story itself. Here's the problem with you. When you have these characters on long-term contracts, you can't be look where we are now, Ariette. When you yes. have them do crazy shit and they are on long-term contracts, you yeah. back them into corners. They can't have Xander choking bitches talking about <laughs> I want to see the capillaries in your eyes pop <laughs> and have him on five days a week. You it can't would be better so but you can't <laughs> no, do that wouldn't. on contract. No, it be- wouldn't. Because at that because point, if he's it- going to stick around, we have to figure out a way to keep him. St- keep him, and then. And now you got everybody else looking crazy because he's been choking bitches, and he's walking <laughs> down the town square. Do you want Xander to be Clyde? No, hell no. No, okay. Then. Listen, they need to find find a balance because this isn't. It. He was. This gassed. is their balance. No, it's this not. This is their version of balance, though. Whether you agree with it or not, that's basically but where we are. How am I supposed to like? Okay, if we're gonna say like Xander and Sarah are a toxic ship, then we're saying they're a toxic ship. But this is not he- healthy. But he's gaslighting Sarah. Xander and Sarah are not the top. Are not a toxic ship. Xander is toxic. In re- as a person, like, <laughs> as, like because it's Xander that's bringing all the toxicity. Sarah's doing nothing but but trying to believe in her husband, and she has a you know she actually has a, the Salem brain for a hot second, and puts everything all together, and then he convinces like, her. I cannot stand her, and I was like, "What the fuck?" Like Sarah, you deserve better, and I, this is someone who doesn't like her, like. <laughs> I will say this she needs to she needs to I feel like I know where they're going with this and I don't like it they're setting it up so that Xander can go back to Gwen because Gwen accepts him and helps him when he does this fucked up shit yeah I've told you I've I've been telling you they're going to do that for months will we care because we hate we hate Gwen no but (laughs) it's not even that we hate Gwen 
uh, it's that they have shown us 82 different ways that he doesn't actually want to be with her. True, but they don't have an issue with Gwen being pathetic. They they okay. The audience. <laughs> oh my god, I hate. Do they? I'm about to say something. There are t- <laughs> men. Exactly. Men. Yes. I can't. St- this. <laughs> Some days I wake up very very happy that I am queer because men. This. There is not a. I don't. I don't like Gwen. I hate this character but hear me when i say this women even when we hate hate loathe despise a character women do not like generally speaking women don't like seeing other women demeaned and degraded that part that is true. seeing her settle for scraps when y'all have been showing us every single way possible that this man has zero interest in her and all of his love and affection and devotion and emotion is for Sarah. That is not something that I, why would I as a woman want to see another woman in that position? what what is that that's not that's not female fantasy that is some male gaze bullshit You're i don't want that percent correct the problem is the writers hey, it's, uh, it's <laughs> like, like, and for me like i completely see i agree with what dylan has been saying the problem here is for me is that i personally don't think sarah and xander are compatible together and I cannot stand Gwen at all, but her and Xander click more, even if like she would be settling with Xander if he ever came back to her. They're my mom com- actually, more my mom actually agrees with you, and I, I, yeah. They. I've always, the I've always thought they were more compatible. He just yeah, don't want her. Exactly, <laughs> that, and that's, that's the, the issue. Problem. That's, I know. <laughs> And the thing is that it, this doesn't e- this didn't even need to be a discussion point because had they written this as I love you but I just love Sarah more or I love you but this is but you're not where my you know yeah I love you but I'm in love with Sarah that's not what they wrote this as they dead no. ass had him tell her you are the worst person that I have ever met in my entire Xander. <laughs> who was running around with pedophile prison dick wide western looked Gwen in her face and told her she what this man has worked with Kristen Demera. this man has, he has worked for Ava he looked Gwen in her face and said you are the worst person that I this, Uncle Victor <laughs> <laughs> you are the worst. You, you, um, you can't. There's no running stuff like that back. No, certain things you can't walk. Back. No, yeah. Even still, I, I don't know. I, I don't care. They are. You're not angle. wrong. They, are, they are more compatible. It's just that he don't like. I, he barely likes her. He does he not like lo- her. He doesn't like her. He doesn't. Y'all showed me that. <laughs> But I feel like it. I feel like we're we're, we're definitely like, heading back there. Though. Yeah, we're they're definitely running it back. It's just going to f- 
fall very hollow because of all of the stuff that they did before that they didn't necessarily had to have do to like do. they could like they could have had him angry they could have had him disappointed but that anger and that disappointment should have come from a place of i love, love you. you that's why i'm in pain and they didn't do that they that all of his all of his anger came from a place of you did this to my woman it's just it's not gonna work it's just and sarah's gonna look like such a clown if she forgives this i mean she looked like a clown i mean she will obviously eventually maybe not immediately but i personally don't think she should there's no reason for her to do that now like he went so far as to kidnap bonnie Mm -hmm. and susan Locked them in the shed. And when Ava decided, oh, I need you to kill Susan, that's when he decided, oh, maybe I shouldn't have done this. All for money. When you when Maggie when Maggie presented you with a check to right? save your ass while you figured it out. That part. <sighs> but no, his pride, pride is too big. Pride goeth before the fall. And it needs to come with divorce papers. Right? Because... No, you know <laughs> what? These point, characters absolutely. are exhausting. Like, I cannot. Once I again, cannot. men. <laughs> I feel like that's just the podcast title. Just men. <laughs> and Nicole. <laughs> Honestly. Because <laughs> it's like... I honestly don't know how Sarah's going to forgive this. I didn't know how she forgave the whole dead baby thing, but somehow a headstone met was the magic cure-all for that which okay but there's gonna be no magic headstone for this you literally made me feel crazy after i just spent the last year where my mind was not my own you're going to put me back in that place how does she forgive that they won't actually frame it as that so you know there's they that. should well true but they should I, and i, I being again, being hopeful as I always am, I hope that they do that because that would be a really good beat to play. But I'm gonna I'm gonna say something. Sarah and Xander are Ron's new Chad and Abigail. He is doing to them what he did to Chad and Abby without giving them any sort of peace or break in between all the crazy. The foundation that Chad and Abigail had. He didn't even set up this. Xander and Sarah are his creation. The problem is they don't have enough. Like they've they've been, there's been this push and pull. Will, will she forgive him? Will they stay together? It's will he be a decent enough guy? But they haven't had a period to settle. They haven't had a period to build. They haven't had anything. What's like as a Zara? I was a I was a Zara fan at one point. What am I holding on to? Like, they ain't it's got the no act. kids. They don't have no business together. They don't have like, right. they, like what am I holding on to? What am I fighting for? Cut your the losses actors, and go at this point. The actor's chemistry can only get you so far. That part. Because I don't even pay attention to that anymore. Listen, I was in the I was in the car uh, in the line on on the train waiting to board the train to come to Florida on Monday. That's where we watched Monday's episode. And when he started making her crazy and like 
when he can when she confronted him and he started started spinning all these lies and she was telling the truth i was cursing him in the car i was so livid i've never been that mad at xander i was relieved that she actually did question him because he's been acting suspicious there was no reason for her to i'm happy they didn't dumb her down for this because that would have irritated me probably more um yeah but she, she it made sense that she questioned him because he's been being weird like i just it, and it would the one thing that would have made the confrontation even more perfect is if somebody had said that rednacks was xander spelled backwards <laughs> <laughs> like that would have just made it so much better but just we're gonna be in for a world of hurt with sarah and xander because we can't even enjoy whatever good moments are coming over the holidays because this is all going to be looming large. And I just, I feel bad for their diehard fans because they can't even get a moment's peace. No. You get them together, you get them married, and then literally, what, two days after their wedding, we get some fuck shit where she finds out about him sleeping with Nicole and exposing it at the engagement, at the anniversary party, and stupidly walks out. They get over that only to get thrown into this. It's like, y'all, this is not, this is not the move. They have ass everything, to be honest. It's just, particularly with them. Not just them, but they do have ass a lot with yeah. <laughs> Do we have anything else to add for this particular topic? No. All right, on to the next. EJ is racked with guilt over Susan's death. He keeps having dreams and hallucinations of Ava or are they actually really Ava? What do y'all think? At this point, I was not sure. (laughs) I wasn't sure either. I like that they actually made us question, is she there? Is is he hallucinating? Um, But towards the end of the episode, we saw like a bullet case on the ground oh did yeah, we there was, a bullet, there was a bullet casing on the ground yeah. so yes yeah, they see, were I, obviously I, fighting over a gun so ava is definitely alive that was the clue okay see i again watching in the car i missed that so thank you i forgot about it until ari had mentioned it <laughs> i was like okay uh, maybe she's not alive maybe he's really hallucinating but like <laughs> deep down i was like no ava is alive like i just uh, i just know it and then they like focused on the bullet casing i was like yep she's alive she's insane i don't know how she jumped <laughs> out but okay she's super she, she she did what i wanted susan to do and she stopped dropped and rolled thank god susan <laughs> did not do that <laughs> we don't know that she, we don't know that she didn't do that and we don't know that ava didn't get susan out of the car and is planning on holding her for for I think uh yeah, I think she's holding her hostage somewhere. Are you, are you, are you <laughs> but what? I cannot stand Susan. So thank you. I, I appreciate your consistency though. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, hey, you want me to lie on the podcast? <laughs> <laughs> I was happy that she died. So I get why EJ's mourning, obviously, of course. Dan's been really good. Yeah, like, yeah, he's been so good through this whole thing. Like it, he's gonna ha- have quite a time picking an Emmy reel next year. Was it yeah. this week when Marlena showed up? No, that was the week of Thanksgiving. I think it was actually on Thanksgiving, the episode that aired on Thanksgiving in the U.S. 
that morning. Yeah, he's been, and I thought it was just going to be a lot of screaming because we've gotten some of that with other male leads. <laughs> but even when he yells, there's there's still so much subtext <laughs> mm -hmm. under all of that. And it's not all that you hear or see or feel. So like, I'm like, they pick, they really picked the perfect person to recast the VJ Demera. Yeah, they really did because let just... the record show <laughs> that when they cast him and people were round up, what'd that tell y'all? Have faith in Spartacus Bay. And 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 where are we now? <laughs> I just remember you said Spartacus Bay has range, you know. Like I remember you hyping hyping him up. I never doubted it, maybe in the beginning, but like that didn't last long. And I think a lot of it is just because he does have, he's, yeah. I feel like a lot of people may not have been familiar with him outside of maybe Spartacus, but he's done a lot of work and he specifically worked in soaps before. Oh, Australian oh, yeah. soaps? Yeah. I didn't know that. Yeah, he did uh, Home and Away. Oh, Home and Away. <laughs> I was on his Wikipedia page. So <laughs> 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 uh, I was like, I, and I think it was a short arc, but he was pretty good on it. So it's like, I knew that once he got that adjustment period, that he was going to be able to deliver. Mm. And he is. He really is. I really enjoy watching him. Same. And there's more layers to his EJ because I feel like they only wrote James's EJ in one particular way. With Dan, they're kind of giving EJ more layers and more emotion than he had before. And I really like that because it's kind of making him an actual human being and not yeah. just a caricature Demera yeah. who has an obsession. Because it was honestly his scenes with Johnny that got me. Mm. Oh because my God. you could tell he wanted to cuss Johnny out from here to Sunday and next Sunday anyway it's because it's Sunday <laughs> now but um, and he started going off briefly and then he immediately restrained himself and remembered this is my son I'm supposed to be comforting him and loving him and regardless of what he did I still love him and also too it was like a he I think there was also a moment of he's all I've got left now because my mom's gone I don't yeah. want to be completely alone, even if I hate what he did and that he wouldn't listen to me. Yeah, I'm, I want them to bring, they need to, they definitely need to bring Sydney on. Aside from my crack ship of Trip and Sydney, I want to see Sydney's dynamic with her father and her brother. And I feel Allie. like Sydney would be, I feel like Sydney would be a daddy's girl. Probably. Hopefully she's a Hellraiser because I want to see that on screen. Yeah, that'd be fun. That would be a lot of fun. I'm how I'm I'm just we're back to the same question that I had with Xander. How do we get how do they get Ava out of this? I mean, Is she going to jail? Is she going to die? Like I they've already laid the groundwork for an out. Hmm? Sane people don't see visions of their dead children. They can they can easily say she lost her mind. We may not like that answer. We may not buy that answer. But Ron well, no, doesn't buy it. She definitely lost her mind. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't. 
uh, I don't trust them to yeah. handle it well. Ava is my girl, but she's been doing a lot of bullshit. And hey, I wanted her back as a villain, but I'm, I'm curious to see how they're gonna keep her around and still be a villain. I don't know. It's they they basically they've had her gone they've had her go too far. But and this is there's this no is, conceivable out if you're gonna I mean, have unless this is right on brand for her though. This is who unless she he's is. gonna unless he's gonna pull the tumor excuse. Oh, they don't even Lord, need no. the tumor excuse because she's definitely seeing dead people. <laughs> so <laughs> and, and taking advice from them. Oh. So like she's she's obviously lost her mind. They mm-hmm. finally had EJ say it. Like she's insane before all of the shit went down. Now, are, honestly, they just, could... I'm just worried about how they're going to treat that. Well, I guess we'll see eventually. What were you saying, Tony? I said because they could also track it back to when Jake died, because that's technically when she started seeing dead people. Uh, you know, we we all just thought it was a sweet romantic goodbye, which felt weird because it did not feel like Jake and Ava were that kind of a couple to no. warrant that. But if they did that to later prove the point that the cheese is sliding off a cracker, as Dylan likes to say. Or they can even go back even further with the whole drug Charlie gave her. Oh, yeah. That that didn't mess with her mind. She started hallucinating then. Yeah. Even with all of that, the thing is how they have to have other people having an appropriate response to her. Other than Trip, name name three people in town that would have any reason to speak to her. Johnny? Why? I don't you know. You killed my grandmother. <laughs> we, yeah, you we, killed my grandmother and my great-grandfather. I mean, maybe, he, he knew that. He knew that before he started sniffing after her, that he killed her like, uh-huh. oh, and then she the- went and killed his grandmother that he had an actual relationship with. Yeah, because the twins yeah. was like six months old when Sean died. Yeah. And I was going to say maybe Steve, maybe, and that's solely because of Trip. But given everything that's happened there, that's I- weird. That's her rape victim. Yeah. Yeah. There's nobody like that's, exactly it, my point, which is why you don't have people do crazy shit like this if you want to keep them on the canvas because you have to have viable places for them to go. Other than her son, there is no viable place for Ava to go. I don't want to lose Tamara. I don't. Which is why going. you don't have them do <laughs> shit like this, Arias. She's like the, the thing is, one of the I best actors on the show. Which is why is... you don't have the like. I don't like <laughs> Johnny had apples. apples. <laughs> but the thing is, I don't think we're going to lose it, and that's where that's and what's that's messing with and, me. Yeah, and that's going to be the entire problem because every single time you see her walk through Horton Town Square, you're going to be wondering why no one's hitting her in the back of the head with a brick. Never go crazy, <laughs> crazy. No, fuck, wrong, Captain. Never mind. <laughs> when you have characters do things, you have to keep in mind that there's a line of no return, and you have to keep in mind, like, future viability, because 
unlike other programming, soaps never really go. Soaps don't really have an off season. Yeah. yeah. So it's day after day, week after week, year after year. You have to put these characters in positions where it's not going to be like, why are they allowed to walk around unbothered? Or you get a, or you get yourself into a situation where you're over there, like my people in Port Charles with the Peter August of it all, where your audience is screaming at you for years. This shit don't make sense. This character ain't working. This is killing my enjoyment of your show. Get it off my screen. They, <laughs> they set themselves up for failure when they didn't have to like there's you can have characters do bad things you can have characters be villains you just have to keep it in proportion to where you want them to be in the future if they're not going to be around like okay if they're going to be here for six months let them come in like a wrecking ball do all the things that's where where i thought we were going me too, especially I with Eva the rumors. Disappear for a bit, and then return, and like return to what? I don't know. Just return. <laughs> I'm not a writer, Dylan. <laughs> just return and like around May sweeps. You thought that they would do with Ava what Ron's been doing with Jan? I am not that really, but uh, but in, in terms of the at least um, the the breaks, use her, take breaks, come back, kind of a thing. That would make more sense if they're going to keep her as a villain. And I don't mind that. Like, having her leave an, and come back. They're going to keep her as an unhinged villain. Let's be specific. Because... Yeah, they. I don't mind. I like my villains. I want her, Ava to be, be a villain. But, like Dylan said, she makes very valid points. You cannot have her on screen doing things that they cannot, like, write her back from. Like her villainous behavior with when she framed Rafe worked. Yes. Was that villainous or was that just her? It was his karma, but it was also (laughs) illegal. And she was. (laughs) And and she was was lying. (laughs) It was. She framed him for something he didn't do. It was 100% a villainous thing, but we supported her villainy in that moment because um, he deserved it. It made complete sense. This just she just seems bad shit crazy, and unless you're killing her off or writing her out long term, it doesn't make sense for her to go this far. True. Like okay. the moment they had Charlie show up, I'm like okay, well, fuck Charlie, that... I'm tired of him. <laughs> <laughs> but the but the moment they had him show up, I'm like okay, well, she's dying, right? <laughs> but then <laughs> I got the SOD, the um, that edition of SOD, and her. Exit was nowhere to be found. Okay, maybe it'll be in the next one. Nope. Okay. And then you, <laughs> and then you had the spoiler that says Ava plots her revenge. Well, last I checked, dead people, dead can't women plot. cannot plot revenge. <laughs> you know what? I wish I didn't read Twitter that day. I have a theory. <laughs> what? Oh no! About what they could possibly be doing for her. Huh. Oh. Let's Go see ahead. if it's the same thing I thought of. Go ahead. Steve Burton's on his way to this damn show. Oh, mm-hmm. okay. Ooh, so not what I was thinking. So that's, Ava and that, Harris. 
I don't know. And listen, Tamara and Steve had chemistry as Carly and Jason. So, I mean, I don't know. It could work, but that's so not where I thought you were going with that. That's the that because that's I'm like that. What else can they do with her? I'm like, why are they keeping her? And then I went back to the day's cast members um, page on Wikipedia and I saw Steve Burton as Harris Michaels. He's on his way to this damn show. He's there now. He was filming last week. And they're they're they they wrote Ava into a corner, but they're keeping her around. And it it, it makes no sense why, other than that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's and- that's that's the only thing that makes sense and it doesn't make sense because we don't give a shit about Harris but <laughs> and they would I mean, both be outcasts yep and he wouldn't have a reason to have a grudge against her uh, other than like any normal person yep. once you hear <laughs> once you hear the things that she's done would be like it, it would kind of be safe it, though it'd kind of be like how they had Jason and Ava reconnecting when Jason first came back and Ava and he had no idea on GH and he had no idea who Ava was or why yeah. they couldn't really be friends. Also, didn't they do didn't we think at the end of Beyonce Island that they did something to Harris's brain? Yes. So if he's in the hospital and she goes to the hospital. <sighs> yeah, I can see it. Yeah. I think that's where we're going. Because that's right now that's the only thing that makes sense. It's given Franco and Nina. Yep. And considering Ron wrote that, it's very plausible that he would put that here. Mm-hmm. There's really nothing else I can see for her unless they spin her into a completely new direction. Because what I thought they were going to do is, yeah, Tamara's on the show, but are we sure she was Ava? That's where I thought we were going. I thought we were bringing Taylor back, which nobody wants that. No, no. <laughs> <laughs> But no, that her the time she played Taylor was stupid because it was unnecessary. It was so unnecessary. Like I actually didn't mind Natalia in that role. So when they recast it, I was like, I, yeah, Why? I actually liked her there too. Yeah, that would be a bad <laughs> idea. Just, just stop doing crazy shit with Ava, if and we will be fine. <laughs> just, <laughs> but I could see them totally trying to recapture Steve Burton and Tamara Brown's magic on this show. I don't know if it will work, but I guess we'll find out. Didn't say it would work. I just think they would try it. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. Well, that leaves one more headline to discuss. I saved this for last because I have a feeling it's going to get quite heated. Jada, after talking to Nicole, decides to abort her pregnancy. She tells Eric after the fact, and Eric cannot forgive Nicole for interfering. Mm. Oh, big yikes. On multiple levels. Mm-hmm. On all fronts. I just, like, I knew, I knew we were in for some fuck shit when I saw that promo, and Nicole was interfering where she did not belong i had assumed we were going the traditional soap route of she was going to miscarry and and it was either going to be nicole's fault or jada would say it's nicole's fault in the grief of losing her child i did not expect this road i do not like this road this sucks to be honest i just why i why i'm 
I'm I'm just trying to figure out why they made it look like you can get an abortion at a corner store. Right? That that too. Because first of all, this wasn't this wasn't even written at the time. This was written at the time when Roe v. Wade would have either been just overturned or just about to be overturned. So knowing what was coming and what this country was going to look like on this issue, you thought this was a good idea? You thought people would just roll with this. I mean, people are, but it's it was glaring because that's not the way that works. Because I even said it, I'm like, there's no way, because I even said it when she, when that was the cliffhanger of that episode, I was like, there's no way she actually aborted that baby because you need to at least have a consultation before the procedure. And I'm just like, it, it was 12 hours from the point in which she and Nicole had that conversation to the conversation she had with Eric the next day. And I just, it does not move that fast. No, it doesn't. So much of the story has been so problematic. And it has pissed me off. I I wish Jada had come to the decision on her own. They didn't need to involve Nicole in this at all. Jada could have decided all on her own to abort the baby. The abortion is not the issue. It's how they went about the abortion for me. Yeah, that's the it's especially how how they went about it. The the manner in which they portrayed it happening. Mm -hmm. It's the, the reasons why she did it, it's actually no, the reasons don't matter. It's how they handled the story. Yeah, it's they, they didn't even portray the choice. We like there was an episode, I think I said this the last time we recapped, but there was an episode where they were talking about Jada being pregnant and we didn't see Jada for the first 30 minutes of the episode. Like this, that the whole story wasn't about her. They used Jada, a black woman. Black or black and brown woman as the foil to the chosen white pairing. Sound familiar? Yeah. And they had her make this life changing decision, which isn't easy to make, not even just make, but to actually obtain off screen, rarely gave her a point of view. Her entire existence, her pregnancy, and the abortion were literally angst for Eric and Nicole. Her- That's it. Yeah. Her point of view came after the fact. Like And her point of view isn't even her point of view because it, Nicole exactly. got it. For, it was everything Nicole said to her. She she was regurgitating everything Nicole said to her when she had no business she had saying no anything in the first place. Being... If Eric and Nicole would learn to fucking talk to each other, then none of this would have had to have gotten that far. She was way out of line doing all of this. And then it pissed me off. I am so happy Eric dragged her for filth because it pissed me off how she came in there into Jada's room, starting starting to manipulate her and put these thoughts into her head and then act like, oh, no, I did not do that. No. And then eventually she was like, yeah, I want her. I don't want a baby in the picture. Like, ma'am, shut the fuck up. Nicole needs to change her middle name to Karen because that's exactly what she did. Yes. Showed her whole ass. Oh, I didn't mean to. Oh, I didn't mean. You knew exactly what you you were doing when you were walking in that room. And I wish she would have owned it. As ugly as that would have looked, she should have owned it. This is why I keep saying, Nicole, this is on brand for Nicole. She has been manipulative, 
scheming in the past. This is why I say say she she is not this good character to try to portray. Which but- yeah, I love the growth she had a few years ago, but she works better as a scheming bitch. Excuse my French, but like this is <laughs> she. I mean, she does because that's she who does, she is. But- this but, is also damaging to her as it a It is character. damaging, but th- this is on brand for her. I mean, I think where they lose me is her being so pathetic about it. Exactly. Because Carly Corinthos was never pathetic. <laughs> that's the thing. And that's my thing with all, if you're gonna, if you're gonna do that, if you're gonna scheme and you're gonna manipulate, own it. Say you're doing it and have no qualms about it. But if you're going to be whiny and you're going to cry about it and you're going to fake innocence about it, then don't bother doing it. That's what that's the issue with Gwen. That's always been the issue with Gwen. She does terrible things, but I don't really want to do it. Oh, I feel bad. Then don't do it, bitch. Otherwise, shut the fuck up. It doesn't make any sense. If, like you said, Tony, if she just talked to Eric, we wouldn't be here. And I will say she did make a valid point when she said, if I'm part of your dream, how come you didn't tell me anything? How come I had to find out about it second, like secondhand? I felt like an afterthought. In that moment, I understood what she was saying, but that in no way justifies Does anything. Does he mean about the did. baby or them keeping it? About everything. The decision and when Eric decided he wasn't coming to find her, he, he happened to run into her. I don't know what he was doing, but he wasn't coming to find her. And in that moment, okay, that's when I realized Eric's very selfish. Nicole is pathetic. Eric is selfish. I don't really care for them as a unit. I barely care for them as individuals right now. I don't even know what I want them to do with Jada at this point. I just don't know. Because I'm, I'm at the point where I'm angry, but I'm not disappointed because I expected it. Because I watched them do it with Theo. Mm. And it's different because Jada's a woman and this this is supposed to be a woman's genre. And you thought having her get a drive-by abortion was okay. And people are like, oh, Jada's lying. Okay. Let's say, let's for the sake of that argument, let's say she is. That's not problematic in itself. Because I, I think I, the, the, the scenes with Kate confirm she's not lying. For me. Yeah. Yeah. Same. same. They did the same. Because she would have no reason to she lie had, to yeah, her. She would have no reason to put on the show for Kate. If she would be lying, it would mean they would actually have to give their point of view, which they have not done at all. They would no, have they to wouldn't have to they wouldn't even have to explain it. She would just be going under the bus like we expected them to put her under the bus. Yeah. Nicole being true. the one to be the one backed up under the bus and parked there permanently was not the road I was expecting us to go down at all. Well, she's been wearing clown shoes for a while, so. It's just, they have not handled this. They should they should have never put Jada in this position. They should have just put Eric and Nicole together. The only, per- only casual that needed to happen was Rafe. That's about it. <laughs> Jada did not need to be inserted into this. The, the place where they should put um, Jada, they won't put her. In Stephanie's orbit with the Johnsons, who she has a connection to. That's her only connection on the show right now. Yeah. And they've shared one scene. Kayla's a doctor. Kayla could have been advising her of her of her options and helping her weigh the pros and cons. Kayla was a single mom for 16 years. Like, y'all don't 
I understand. Yes, Kate was also a single mom too, but she doesn't have a connection to Kate. She has a connection to Kayla and Steve and Stephanie and two dudes. Stephanie's currently dealing with two men who are single. You didn't have to insert Jada into this position. And I'm confused as to why you chose this black woman to do it because you've done it before. You keep doing it and you know it always goes wrong and they haven't actively thrown Jada up under the bus, but fans are going to always feel how they feel about black people and black women specifically. Oh, she's lying. Where did you see that? (laughs) We've gotten none of that. That That, okay. That whole thing annoys the crap out of me. Besides the obvious, Jada has been the most annoyingly, blatantly honest Honest person person in this (laughs) entire story. She's very upfront. So so why would she lie? Exactly. She has no reason to lie. She doesn't know how to lie. She tells the truth when saying Even nothing when would be the better option. <laughs> so like that would that would be jarring now for her to suddenly just lie. And anybody who says that she's lying is either not watching or I don't I don't think it makes where's the logic? Because let's say if she was lying and suddenly like in a few months if she was lying, she would have left town. Yeah, like if if he they see her and her stomach is bigger. Like, it's not like they're she gonna would've... know. Yeah, the, like it doesn't make sense. The problem for with Jada for some people is the fact that they they were going to see her as a villain regardless, and she's not. She's so not. they're going to they're going to say she is regardless of what she does. They're going to say she is. They're going to reach as far as they can, even into their own ass, to try and villainize her, because they've been doing it. Nicole is the villain of the story, and by a lesser extent Eric, in a weird mm-hmm. way. But Jada is absolutely not the villain. Yeah, that is, that is what I'm seeing. Like, she is doing, she's doing nothing wrong, and I just hate how how, how wrong they are doing her. They're doing her wrong. They're doing Eric and Nicole wrong. They're doing Eric and Azia yeah. wrong. They're, they handled the pregnancy wrong. They handled the abortion wrong. They handled everything wrong. This is the first abortion in 18 years. 18 years. And they fucked it up. And it wasn't even used to tell a story. It was used mm-hmm. as a plot point. Angst. To, to, for your precious white ship. As Dylan says. Dylan, do you have any thoughts on this? <laughs> the only thing that I am I'm going to say, because I, I, I feel like I like had my moment in the group chat. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Um, but honestly, I am just at a point where I am preferring to put my time and my effort and my energy and my eyeballs on two things that actually write black female characters with care and respect. And that is not this show. And that is not this story. That's really all that, that that's, that's it. I am going to give them the energy that they deserve, which is absolutely none. I'm okay. Just, I'm just done. Should I move into another news then? Yes. All right. 
we have Kristen manipulates Brady and has Rachel thinking her parents will be reunited. John and Marlena are suspicious as hell about Kristen's intentions. Sloan confronts Chanel over her mother's death. Paulina wants Abe to fire Trask as DA to help Chanel. Gabby invites Stefan and Chloe to her wedding. EJ and Nicole commiserate. And there's something else I forgot to add that I'm just going to say now. Eric takes a drink. Where do we want to go? Dylan, why don't you start us off? Um, Paulina wanting Abe to fire Trask is DA to help Chanel. I love my auntie. I love Auntie P. But I need her to sit down. Yeah. And be quiet. <laughs> like, you're giving, it, it's it's starting to give Kate Roberts doing too much. Like, you're not wrong. You're 100% not wrong. I I love her. Her heart's in the right place. As a mom, I understand. But I need you to take a step back and realize that every time you have tried to help your children in this way, you have really just made things worse. So at this point, just open your purse, hire the best squad of lawyers that you can hire get on like the PR train get her some sympathetic profiles going in the news like do some act do some things that will do some actual good as opposed to things that will just make the situation worse all right Nick what about you what is your another news pick um honestly is EJ and Nicole? Uh, it's like they're they work, and they work in a way that Nicole's current pairing does not for me. They are both chaotic. They're both not the best people. They're but they're honest with each other, and I think I enjoy that. And right now, I could be here for more of that. Honestly, I feel you on that one. Same. Nicole and Eric, ugh, I can't take it. I need a break from them after this story, to be honest, because as much as Greg and Ari are doing the best with the material that they're given, this storyline is very damaging to both of them, and I kind of need both characters spun Wait, in other directions for the moment. Even if we circle back eventually... I need a break. And... Where is they're not the issue. It's their their chemistry is there. They can work well together. They can give us great emotional stuff when we need it. It's just the writing is god awful. I am yeah. at, I I am at the point. Sorry that I'm taking over a bit, but I'm at the point where I I love Eric Cole for what they are as a ship, but I'm not feeling them currently because of everything leading up to this and how they handle them now they're kind of where i felt like with xander and sarah i don't feel like eric and nicole maybe currently i don't know in general maybe they're not compatible whereas i see exactly what nick is saying um with ej and nicole they're kind of similar and they click really really well and i found myself enjoying them way more uh, than I have enjoyed Eric Cole. Granted, this story has been awful and problematic, but I, 
I'm fully now wanting to see EJ and Nicole. Don't know how that will work, but yeah. I mean, it so works. <laughs> Alice Sweetie's not coming back anytime soon. <laughs> <True>. <laughs> like, <No>. just, like... <laughs> but they're very refreshing. I really enjoy it, EJ and Nicole. So I, I saw what you were seeing. Is that your in other news pick, Ariad, or do you have something else? I have something else, but I wanted to say something about that one as well. No, go ahead. Um, mine is uh, Gabby invites Stefan and Chloe to her wedding. Can we move further than Gabby constantly asking them if they're going to show up or not? Because yeah, been... that was like the that's like the fifth time we've seen that, right? Yes, I feel like we've seen that twice over the. The last two weeks, and it's gotten really tedious. Yeah, I get it. They need to drag out time until the wedding actually happens and the reveal and blah blah blah. But come on, are you gonna show up? Fuck off! I'm tired. <laughs> I don't need to hear that all the time. Like, sure, I enjoy Danks. I've said it to, I've said it many times on the podcast that I enjoy Danks, but it's getting really ridiculous right now. Just seeing her constantly ask them the same question. Ma'am, if they're going to show up, they're going to show up. If not, I don't know. Cry about it. Like, chill. Yeah, we, we, need to, we need to move forward. Like, can, can Gabby be having memory flashes and feeling that something's not right? And that, like, there needs to be different kind of angst because this is not it. Yeah, it's, it's very, we need to drag this out, but we are not doing a good job of it. Like, they can have them see each other from afar that's one way to do angst uh uh i don't know what else but something else like this is if if i'm gonna watch the next few weeks gabby going up to chloe and stefan again or some oh no they actually said no they're not gonna show up so never mind but still like i don't need that do something else all right and my in other news pick is Kristen manipulates brady and has Rachel thinking her parents will be reunited. Kristen Demera ain't shit. When Brady walked into that room and Kristen was dressed up as Susan and she spun this whole spiel about wanting to um, give EJ a final chance to say goodbye to his mother, I just looked at her and was like, bitch, you're crazy. That was like my exact question. I'm like, bitch, (laughs) are you crazy? He would kill you. And Brady, Brady was basically like, um, do you have a death wish? And then like when he left the room and she's like, I had no intentions. I just wanted Brady to see me in a different light. I was like, you pathetic bitch. You and Gwen may have may as well be the pathetic exes club in Salem. Cause this is just not it. I didn't like it. I love John and Marlena being suspicious though, but I'm over Christian trying to manipulate Brady and I'm really over it because I'm kind of scared it's going to work. Oh, I think it's going to work. And which that's why I'm I don't care anymore. I hope that Kate, Kayla and Marlena being near death will pull him out of whatever web Kristen gets him to fall into before that happens. I think actually what's going to What's going to break everything is him. I don't know why he might do that or why I'm thinking he might. But when he finds out that she, like, she's behind the brainwashing, or not herself, but, like, her and Lee behind the brainwashing of Stefan, and she, 
she woke him she, up to separate Brady and Chloe and all of that. He already he pretty knows much that. knows that, though. He just does doesn't he? have confirmation. Yeah, he, he, he doesn't oh. have confirmation, but okay, he and Chloe mind. figured that out like a week after. Okay, I'll cut that. Stephen came back. They're they're gonna have to pull something out of their ass <laughs> again to try. It goes to tell like how this. much I pay attention to their stuff. I don't care. It's it's fine. <laughs> <laughs> They're gonna do something that doesn't make sense, probably. Oh. I knew, I saw that it, like uh, SOD came out and says Brady and uh, Kristen Grove closer, and I'm like, oh, here we go again. Well, uh, that that article that that headline was a little misleading because when you actually read the article, it doesn't read that bad. So that's soap opera digest being clickbaity as ever. Their favorite pastime. With that said, we can move on into our segments. Nick, are you praising or shading? Um, I'm going to shade. I can't, I don't even know where to start. It's honestly <laughs> the sh- it's the show. Um, it's in a place where they're doing things just for the sake of doing it, and mm-hmm. not really thinking about the lasting consequences that something is going to have or should have. And expecting us to just roll with it, like stuff with Xander and Sarah and Susan and Bonnie, the stuff with Ava and them still being on the show, the stuff with Gabby and Stefan and the messing with their brains or their emotions when you could have told that story without doing all of that and throwing Lee under the bus in the process. And Jada, Eric, and Nicole, it's just, and the stuff with Chanel and Paulina, it's just a lot. Um, that I'm not enjoying or happy about. Uh, It's not good. It's not well written. It doesn't make me want to watch. Acting aside, because most of the acting is fine, it's just a lot of it feels unnecessary. And when it's supposed to be a serious situation, it's mishandled. Um, You put Black people in these weird positions constantly. And at this point, it feels deliberate. And I don't... I'm not sure I want to keep watching this long term. I just I need something. I need better for the, I need better from this show. I don't think I'm going to get it because everybody knows I have my issues with Ron. I don't think he's the only issue because if you take him out of the room, you still have the room. <laughs> and the issues Days has have they've had them for decades. The show needs to be revamped mm-hmm. completely. You have to change the way you approach telling stories. You have to change your casting choices. You have to change so much. And I don't know if they're willing to do that. And that's really affecting my enjoyment. Because at some points, like, you could get, you could see the show get into a sucky period. And then eventually, like, oh, okay, we're eventually going to get out of this. Even when we get out of the sucky period, it's always back into something else that sucks. And it's usually something that sucks more than the previous period. And I don't even have energy to get mad anymore. I'm just, it is what it is. I watch days out of habit right now. Not because I really want to. And that's that. Um, I want it to get better. Do I think it can get better? No. Um, I don't know how much longer I'm going to be sticking around for this. But yeah, they need to fix it. Arya, what about you? What are you praising or shading? Um, I'm shading how they handle 
um, Jada's abortion. First by how they're using a black woman, brown woman to as angst and as a prop for the white pairing. It's been so incredibly problematic because she hasn't gotten proper focus and it gets exhausting to watch this. And I understand why black viewers don't want to watch the show anymore when they keep doing problematic shit. And it's, I want the show to be be better, but I don't know if they can anymore. But also for me, the issue isn't the abortion. The issue is like we talked about before that we didn't get us we didn't get to see her process everything and then we had nicole manipulate her into this decision it wasn't her own decision yeah sure ultimately she made the decision to abort but she was gaslighted into it she we she didn't... definitely was gaslighted exactly like we didn't get to see her sit and think this through we didn't see her like people are talking about oh this is such a progressive story if we actually got to see that process if we actually got to see jada the main being the main focus getting a point of view and And actually going through the process of going to get an abortion exactly then yes I would have agreed agreed with you. Yes, this is a progressive story. But when you're not focusing on her, you're using her, a black woman, as a prop to the white pairing and then focusing on their fears, their tears, their feelings. And she's just in the back burner. How is that progressive? I don't understand. It's not. And then you have her have an abortion where she's coerced coerced into this. And you, the last abortion the show had, 18 years ago, the character was manipulated and coerced into it as well. How is that progressive? I I, I just want to know, how is that progressive? It's this not. Show, this show has not learned. It's been 18 years. And still, if she wanted to do it, which is fine, and I have no issue with it, I'm pro-choice. But come on. This is not progressive. Nothing about how they've handled this story or other stories has been progressive. Be real. Anyway, that's my shade. All right, Dylan, what about you? What are you shading? Um, I think or praising. Um, pretty much Nick said pretty much everything that I've been like thinking and feeling over the past couple weeks. So like I'm just Shading the show as a whole, there are very few things that I'm enjoying right now. And the things that I'm enjoying, I will say, um, because I like to give credit where credit is due, the things that I'm enjoying, like Dan's performances as EJ, for example, I'm really enjoying. But overall, I'm just not in a very happy place with this show right now. So... Just the whole thing is just one big, yeah. Just just shading the whole thing in general because I'm just not understandable feeling it. Okay, well, I am jumping on the shade train as well, 
and I am going to be like Ariet and I am shading this abortion story. Uh, more so, again, how it was handled and the fact that you chose to even tell this story in this climate and act like you could go to a clinic like you're going to McDonald's and just order an abortion off the menu and have it happen in five minutes. That is not how this works. It is irresponsible storytelling to portray it as something that is possible given the current climate. And you knew where the climate was headed at the time that this was written. So you can't say you didn't know. The entire world knew long before it actually happened what was coming with Roe v. Wade. And you the fact that nobody on the writing staff, nobody on production, nobody on the network level thought that there was a problem with portraying this story this way, given the climate, speaks to what Nick was saying earlier, that whatever issues are happening are happening above Ron. And it needs to be fixed because this was not okay. This was irresponsible as fuck. And it left such a bitter taste in my mouth because I don't understand how any of this was greenlit as a good idea because it wasn't and even if Jada was lying which I don't think she is that's not a fix for this either at all like you might as well have just had Nicole push her down the stairs that would have been kinder at this point than this because this it's is easy. the sad part about it is it's easier to explain. Yeah, that's much easier to explain. How do you explain this? You're you're right that it feels deliberate. Oh, I, this... it's deliberate. I can't even say it feels. It is. Yeah, they do it constantly. Yeah, and if you didn't see the issues of telling the story in this manner, given this climate, that is an issue in and of itself. Because you're either making a deliberate choice and trying to send a message that is not a message that needs to be sent, or you're an oblivious idiot. I can't figure out which is worse, but y'all need to do better. And that is my shade. Does anybody else have any final thoughts? Uh, y'all on borrowed time with me. <laughs> that's all I got. Do better. Like you said, that's all I got at, at this moment. All right. What about you, Dylan? Anything else you want to add? Nope, I'm good. All right. Well, in that case, we'll see you next week. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye, y'all. Later, y'all.